what's the best advice that you've learned over the years? Yeah, I'd say I'd say one thing. I guess there was one thing that, and I don't know if it was Mike Rose who actually said it to me or or started saying it or whatnot, but I, I think I heard it from him. That's and it was funny you brought it up. Um, your work oh, is your yep. signature. Sign that's Mike. That's all Mike. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah, that one's always stuck with me. Your work is your signature, so sign it legibly because it will follow you everywhere you go Thanks. your whole life. Hey, welcome to the Autoglass Marketer Show, where we talk about all things Autoglass, for Autoglass, and with the Autoglass professionals. Now, if you're wondering who I am, my name is Trevor Beal. I am the Autoglass Marketer, where we help Autoglass companies target higher quality leads, you know, so they can smash their their sales like they like they for the first month, for the next quarter, for the next year. So enough about me. I want to get to these guests because. Um, I'm really excited about talking with them because they've done so much in this industry. Now, I don't even want to, you know, attempt to introduce them. I'm going to let them introduce themselves because they've done so much in this industry and I don't want to leave anything out. So, Chris, why don't we start with you? Right on. Uh, name's Chris. Uh, everyone calls me Drift Chris everywhere, pretty much. Um, I, um, I had a business for almost 10 years in California. Uh, before that, I kind of I worked at the shop there and worked at a shop with my father, and uh, he's been doing glass for a long time. Uh, I'm and I've now relocated to Texas, San Antonio area. So currently out here, I work for a company right now, and um, that's about it there. Great, great, Jeff. <clears throat> um, hello, everybody. Um, if you don't know me, my name is Jeffrey Wacker. Um, a lot of people just call me Wacker. I, uh, I've been in industry since 1994. Uh, I started off at Safelight, worked my way up through there. Um, after the Belron takeover, I left for the independent market. Um, been pretty much self-employed since 2005. I own CBA Autoglass out of Litchfield Park, Arizona now. And we've been in business since 2011. And uh, started this little thing called uh, Autoglass Tech Talk, if you've heard about it. Maybe, maybe not. Um, Facebook group. It's a uh, worldwide community group for uh, technical support and advice and just community outreach and helping people out. And yeah, That's pretty much it, man. I'm just a normal, everyday guy. <laughs> no, that's that's not that's not normal. I mean, you've been in a business for so long, and yeah, and I want you guys to definitely uh, talk about the uh, Autoglass Tech Talk, uh, a group that it's you know bringing a lot of people together. Everybody get to answer, ask questions and stuff. And I think that's great, and that's another reason why I wanted you guys on the podcast. You know, because I think we're aligned with you know trying to help out this this industry and i think you guys are perfect to um you know to be able to help out great guys to go to for everything now i gotta ask you know and you guys take turns answering this question were you guys just you know like born out of your mom's womb knowing how to fix glass like how did auto glass come about like where did it come from like where, where did i was going I'm, I'm gonna you know fix glass where did that come from Well, I think we have two different paths. I'll let you go first, Chris, because our our paths are totally different. Are <clears throat> uh, mine? Okay, so I mean, I, 
I, I mentioned that, uh, you know, my father's been doing glass. I think it's uh, close to um, 35 years or so, um, somewhere around there. But he was doing glass before I was ever around. And um, I, yeah, was a little kid rolling with him. Uh, he had his own business, worked for shops. I mean, had the, took the work van home, picked this up from the work van. I mean, all the side jobs. And uh, once I was old enough, just kind of <clears throat> went to work with him, actually, at a shop. And uh, it was kind of history from there. It, it, I picked it up really, really quickly. And uh, I was doing just as good as the lead tech. And I'd only had, you know, a few months in. And it just kind of came really natural to me. Hey. So, yeah. What, what age? What, what age did you start? Oh, um. I think when I when I first officially worked at a shop was uh, sixteen or seventeen, I believe. Seventeen, I think it was seventeen. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Trevor here, Autoglass Marketer. Hey, you guys, are you tired of your phone calls and your sales just keep going up and down, up and down? You don't know how many jobs you're going to do at the end of the week. You know, it's hard for you to forecast at the end of the month on how much money you're going to come in. Let's put it into that. What we do at Autoglass Marketer is we advertise for you to the target areas that you want to, to go into. We make sure your phone is ringing every single day. That's what we do at the Auto Glass Marketer. Hey, if you want to get in touch with us and have a conversation on how we can help you out. Now, we can't help everybody out. You guys know what I'm talking about. But we want to help the ones that want to be helped. Hey, at the AutoGlassMarketer.com, it should be down here or up here somewhere on this video. Now, let's get back to the episode. Well, nice, nice. Well, my, my story is slightly yeah. different. Um, I, I was working in fast food. And I met my wife and we got married and I got let go because I was a, I was in management. She was an employee, fraternizing, whatever, whatever. So I got fired. Um, ended up at another fast food restaurant, ran into a high school buddy who was getting a job at a safe flight warehouse and they needed people. So I got hired at the warehouse and it started seeing things um i had never wrenched really anything at all um prior to uh, becoming an auto glass so i didn't even have a mechanical background my dad was a computer guy so you know we, he never even did wrenching around the house so I, I had no mechanical background at all and just got the safe flight and just started seeing stuff and i was actually going to college and found out i could make better money doing this than what I was going to school for. So just dropped out, started doing this. And here we are. And I, honestly, I just got to where I'm at now just because I want to make more money and got tired of being told what to do by people who had no idea what yeah. I was doing. Like I was one of my biggest pet peeves in the corporate world was having managers and supervisors who had never walked in my shoes. And that that's another reason pushed me towards self-employment because, you know, I, I don't feel like someone can tell somebody how to do a job that they've never done the job. So right. here we are. So, so how long were you at SafeLight? Um, I started in SafeLight 1994. Sorry. I kind of like didn't even throw no dates out there or anything, but yeah, I started SafeLight 1994. I, um, 
I was just married, just just starting college. I was, yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, 19 years old, and and yeah, I haven't been out of Autoglass since '94. So you were the same life for how many years before you? Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm drifting all. Yeah, I'm drifting all over. Yeah, so '94, and I stayed there till 2001. Um, okay. The the Belron thing was 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 a weird situation out here in Arizona. They they came in, and they were already inside of another big shop in Arizona, and then they merged. And all these guys left, and they ended up at shops that ended up getting bought back out by SafeLight anyways. So SafeLight got really jumbled around 2000 here in Arizona. And they uh, – you can see the writing on the wall. So, like, 2001, myself and actually about 20 techs all left within, like, two weeks. It was just a mass mm-hmm. exodus. And a bunch of us ended up at another shop. Um, and that's when like the car wash thing first took off in Arizona. We all ended up working at a car wash shop together, which we thought was cool, but we didn't really realize that we were just, you know, feeding our own demise in, in this state. So, but yeah, 2001 is when I left Safe Light. And then 2000, 2001 to about 2005, I worked at the car wash glass shops. And then 2005, I started becoming a sub. And then um, from 2005 to 2010, I had a couple failed partnerships, crazy ideas. You know, you, you, you think just because you can put a window in a car, you know it all. So I had a lot of bumps and bruises from self-employment, you know, mm-hmm. learning on the ropes. So... And then 2000, in 2011, I just told my wife, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this and I'm going to do it all alone. No partners, no nothing. And that way, if I fail, it's all on me. And thank God, through the support of my yeah. wife and friends, I'm still here, you know, 11 years later, still in business. So I'm blessed. Yeah. Very blessed. Can't complain. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um you 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 kind of mentioned something that um you, you think anybody could think that they're kind of can do any you know put a windshield in is just a putting a windshield in what what would you guys say is like the most common myth about auto glass industry that you that you see out there it, you know I've had I've interviewed some other guys and that was one of them that they said so that kind of you know jerked my mind a little bit it's like eh, anybody could do it you could just jump in and like oh, man I could do that you know so what what would you guys say that's the, uh, the big myth about uh the auto glass industry man myth I don't know um I know. I mean, I know. I know a couple I mean, uh, myths or misconceptions that the clients <laughs> have, and 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 one and one is like you said. And I see yeah. this not only, and Chris could probably vouch for this too, because he does uh, residential glass. Also, is you know the first words out their mouth. Oh, okay. it's just a window. It's just glass. You know, like I did. I did right. a house window yesterday. Yeah, yeah I did a house window yeah, yesterday for a friend. Funny who's another auto tech who not, didn't know how to do house windows. So I made him a really deal that I, you know, the cost of the glass, a little fee, I'm going to show you. 
and this is like your free tutoring lesson. And I broke it down to him how much the glass cost. And they were, he and him and his brother were really, really surprised. You know, it was just a standard house window. And if it had been a retail job, it had been like eight or $900, you know, and they, like, right. oh, it's just glass. And they don't realize that, you know, the complexities of it, you know, and then when you get to a customer's car and they're like, oh, it's just a window and they don't realize the safety aspects of it. They don't understand the structural integrity yeah. aspects of it. And now with the camera systems, I still hear yeah. people going, oh, well, what if we don't calibrate it? No, nah, yeah. there is no, what if we don't calibrate it? I'd say that's yes. the biggest thing nowadays. Anymore nowadays, it's not so much the install stuff anymore. It, it's down to the cameras where it's, you know, oh, if you don't unplug the camera, you don't yeah. have to recalibrate. You know, mm. it's it's kind of yeah. gotten to and, and honestly, a good thing I, I feel, and I have customers complain about it, is in a couple more years, the driver of the car won't be able to turn off that system. Any car from 2025 on is the systems are going to be integrated and it's not going to be an assistance system. It's going to be a safety system. And I've already, I've already had three customers this week Uh, tell me, Oh God, Oh, I hate that stupid thing. But you know, they, they, you know, it is what it is. You know, I guess, I mean, I'm sure there was, when they started putting seatbelts in cars, I'm sure everybody was crying about seatbelts, this and that. So just another, you know, another right. step in, in the evolution right. of automotive. I mean, it's a, you know? right. right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, you, I, you guys remember, you guys remember the seatbelts. You remember the seatbelts when you were growing up, when your mom put that arm. Oh yeah. <laughs> that I, still do that. So you don't, yeah. I still do oh, that. I was just talking about this with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. Well, put the arm up yeah i was telling my wife that she's like what do you do that for and i'm like because you know that it was just it was just natural for them to put the arms up from no 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 seatbelts you didn't need a seatbelt and then and then what about what about like the you know now it's mandatory for baby seats and stuff like that but i remember there wasn't you know you the kid was in the lap man we we rode in the we we rode the mom held we rode in the back of the truck we, we rode in the, in the cargo area. We're back of the in the truck. That's yeah. It. We rode in the cargo area of the station wagon, breathing all the. <laughs> I just saw some dude yeah. rolling down the freeway out here. Man, we, we truck, rode. Just we, rode the, yeah, that's... we went on a three hour road trip into the mountains in the back of a pickup, laying in the back of the pickup truck. Right. Yeah. What about what about riding motorcycles? No helmet. You remember? You 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 didn't have to have a helmet to ride a motorcycle. You just yeah. <laughs> they do that here. That's that's a Texas thing. Oh, you know? really? That's a Texas thing. I see it all the time. I just seen a group of like ten hey, bikers Arizona, today. Arizona, not Arizona's one no. single person Arizona's had a helmet on. on. I'm like, oh. They ride. People ride. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, oh, they, really? Oh, yeah. So, this is yeah. a it's a California thing then. <laughs> it's a California. Yeah, there's a few states, but yeah, it's most of them are all. You can. You don't have to wear a helmet if you want to. You want to hurt yourself? Here. Go for it. It's, well, you know, I know some really hardcore. I had some hardcore bikers, and they always say the difference between a helmet and no helmet is just an open or closed <laughs> casket. So, what's the difference? So, I whatever. I, I'm not a motorcycle that's, rider, so you say what you want. That's no, I mean, but you, but but that is so true that you know, as a consumer, you don't think about the safety aspect of it of the of a windshield. You think, oh, I got a crack. It's not. It doesn't look pretty, right? Yeah. You know, but. No, you the integrity of that glass 
is for your safety and you don't you don't really even think about that so uh, you guys both of you guys both saying that it's a you know something common myth is like it's just glass I, you know i i can you know that that's that i can see that you know because we don't think about the safety part of it i mean you guys do but as far as like um you know consumers like man you, yeah. you know it's just glass you know what no and go ahead chris in in, in the automotive industry um in, in the entire automotive industry glass is an afterthought it is afterthought. the it, it is the Every last time. thing everyone thinks about like oh yeah i just painted this whole car did this whole motor suspension everything <laughs> now i gotta put the glass in real quick like, man we were just joking about that i was working with mike stevens yesterday and we were joking about that that they got a hundred thousand dollar budget for its car <laughs> and they leave four dollars <laughs> for the window yeah it's like are you kidding me like we were at SEMA a few years ago, yeah. and we're walking around cars, and we're just like, there's like 12 glass guys in a pack just walking around. Oh, man, it and was we were brutal. Pointing fingers and point, oh, so bad. Yeah. So bad. And that's, you know, and that's not even a safety thing. That's just a cosmetic thing. It's and, just aesthetic. You, know, you go to body yeah. shops. Well, you go to body shops. Body mm. shops don't care. Like, they'll, they'll you know, I, I was doing work at a body shop for like 12 years, and they hired some body guy who has a little bit of glass experience and they said, all right, cool. We wow. don't need you anymore. We're just going to have this chump do it. Like they don't care. They don't really care. Like you go to a dealer, you go to a dealership, even big name dealerships and the customer thinks they're, you know, getting all OEM parts and it's still call know, us and dealer certified tech. And it's still some subcontractor working out of his pickup truck, picking up a window a migrant and driving their ass. And in the back of the dealership, hidden away from mm. everybody, putting a window in. So you know, it, it's yeah. no one cares. No one cares. Yeah. And then in states where you got rebates, all they care about my money. Where my money at? My check. Is my check. Automotive goes. Wow. So it's hard. Yep. Wow. Yeah, Jiffy Lube has more respect <laughs> than us. <laughs> uh, uh, let me switch. Let's switch gears a little bit. Sure. Hey, let's do it. I want to play this uh, game where I I want you guys' opinion. I'm a. Um, Say something. I want you guys' opinion on it. So, just I was want to know if you would buy it or you would sell it. If you buy it, you basically agree with it. If you sell it, you don't agree with it. And if you, uh, so either way, just give a quick answer on wh what your thoughts on it and and why you why you agree with it or why you don't. So, first one, buy it or sell it. Uh, cereal should be uh, considered soup. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Go Sell ahead, it. Chris. <laughs> Sell it. No, it's everything's. It's just. It's just liquid. No. Sell it. Sell that. <laughs> you too, Jeff. You too. Oh, there's no. There's no cereal. Yeah, there's no. There's no, no broth. There's there, there's no broth. There there's no protein. I mean, yep. it's like, but it's liquid. It, no, it's, liquid. it's not even. I mean, I could see considered, but it, it's closer to a dessert. <laughs> It's closer yes. to a dessert. Yo, than... My wife looks at cereal like a dessert. <laughs> yes. That's her treat. Yes. Hey, out here, out here, we got a restaurant called Cereal Killers. <laughs> Everything oh, yeah. is cereal really? related. So it's. Okay. Yeah. No way. No, yeah, sell that. Hope you... <laughs> I hope you guys sell it. Okay. Um, pizza is the best go to food. Like, you, you know, you don't want to cook and you just like, hey, pizza, pizza it is. Is that the best go-to food? Buy it. 
selling. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, we got to split. We got to split. Go ahead, Chris. Why? Why? Okay, for me, um, man, just too greasy, too much heartburn, too too unhealthy. I'm I'm gonna grab a little something a lot easier and uh, quicker and healthier. Okay. So you you said sell it right? You said right, sell it. So okay, I'm gonna count. I'm gonna okay. okay. Jeff said buy it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm gonna counter you, Chris, because you can make pizza healthy. You can get cauliflower crust. <laughs> you can air fry it. You don't have to. You know what I mean? There's ways. Okay. You can get dairy free cheese, and you can load it with vegetables and get good proteins. So now that, that's you're buying pizza all day. Okay. All right. Okay. All okay. All right. Gotta, I'll give you that one. I'll give you okay, that. Okay. We got to split on that one. Okay. Here we go. Um, Family Feud is the best game show of all time. <laughs> Jeff? So. Man, I... Man. I, yeah. You know what? Sell it. Sell okay, it. now you, both you guys sold some... Go ahead. Go ahead, dude. Give me, give me <laughs> the reason why and what, what you would replace it with. I'm saying Jeopardy, uh, man. Jeopardy's ultimate game of knowledge. You know, man, you gotta be and a genius. I can't think of the name. Of you it gotta right be a now. genius to be on Jeopardy. <laughs> Those questions is too hard, man. You see, white man can't jump. You see, white man can't jump. Rosie Perez that, went on Jeopardy. That was fiction. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was fiction. What, 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 what would you guys replace? What's another one? What, what's okay? You got Jeopardy for you, Jeff. What about you, Chris? The the Steve Harvey show. The Steve Harvey show. That's Steve not Harvey a game show. show. He hosts. He hosts Family Feud. I guess it's. What are you talking about, Chris? Chris don't watch TV. <laughs> I, 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 I don't watch. I don't watch TV. I haven't watched TV in a long time. I don't time, know, man. So I, I messed yeah, up. Price is right, though. Price is right. I, That's I generational, so, man. That's what I was waiting for. That's what I was waiting for. Bob Barker. Price Price I was just right. thinking about that because I, you know, what? I just watched that documentary about Price is Right about the guy who broke the show. That's funny. Oh, I didn't see that. I oh, yeah. That. Got, that's yo, what... You got to watch it. It's great. He memor- he memorized that. all the prices. And he and he uh, oh, he yeah. got – he um, he guessed, like, something – like, he got exact amount on the end showcase. And, like, they literally thought yeah. – they thought that the show was fixed. And they thought, like – they thought the show – like, they didn't realize it. And he got – he can't go on anymore. Like, he'd been on, like, 100 times so funny so so i i was waiting so i was on the prices right i didn't get picked but i was i got i I went to i I was there but i the we went with a group right and the one of the ladies that was in our group she got picked and she went to so she was on it so i was waiting for prices right i would say i would say it's a toss-up for me between drew carey or bob barker it was drew carey drew carey yeah you know what's funny about 10 years ago one of my uh, one of my old friends who's now passed away, his sister went on Price is Right and actually won a car. Yeah, and and like the tax hit, she ended up having to sell the car because <laughs> the taxes on everything was stupid. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, yeah, okay. Last cool. one, last one. Um, and this could be either for a movie movie purposes or uh, book purposes. Would you? Buy it, sell it, documentary over fiction. Oh, documentary. Documentary all day. 
Yeah. I like the facts stuff. Speaking of, yeah, it's like Jeffrey Dahmer's special on Netflix right now. Woo. Oh, man. Someone else was just talking that's, about that's, that. I had to turn it off last night. It was too much. Yeah, that, that's rough. I, I watched the whole thing. That one's rough. I, I, so so how, how old are you, uh, Trevor? How old are you? I'm 44. Okay, so so you were like junior high then when this stuff, when Jeffrey Dahmer yeah. was going down. Yeah, because I was yeah, in high yeah. school, and I, I remember. Yeah, I it remember was, that it was all over the it was all over the news. Ooh. Yeah, he was all over the news. Yeah. Well, yeah. So what you what did you say, Chris? You said same. You buying or selling it? I'm buying it. I documentary? like the documentaries all day. Okay. Cool. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, now, I, I, go ahead. Well, I say I got a I got a question for you for your game show, because someone just presented me with this question, a little get together. Hot dog, is it a sandwich? Yes or no? I say, uh, it's I say yes. Meat, it's a bread meat meat inside bread. Yeah, I you mean, put relish. Yeah. You put you can put mustard, ketchup. You know you meat got condiments put, man, on both sides. Chicago Chicago dog Chicago dog got tomatoes and everything on it. Everything on it. Yeah. I agree. I'm buying yeah, that. That's a, that is, I'm buying that too. Yeah, it's definitely a sandwich. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, but I, I mean, you're calling it a hot dog, but the the meat is the actual hot dog. So there's no real name for the whole thing itself. Right. Yeah. Right. Somebody just somebody just came up with a name. Sandwich. You know, just came up with a name one day. This this sandwich is a little bit weird. But I <laughs> but this is what I would say. You both you both sold cereals a soup, but it's liquid with particles inside of it. Same thing. Same what's the thing. Of, I, what's the definition of soup? I mean, I guess I, I, I can't. That's the definition. We got. We put broth. Broth is a liquid. I can, We're I can, about sim- I can, I can simple. That's cold and hot too, though, right? But there's yeah, cold you, soup. There's cold soup. Capaccio's cold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, I, I, so that's, I, can, that's... I can respect your opinion on it. I, I can respectfully <laughs> disagree. Respectfully absolutely, disagree. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, just, I had to throw that out there though. Okay. Uh, so you guys both um, are, you know, dealing with cars every single day. What's, what's your go-to tool? What's your, what's, what do you say that's the most underrated tool? If you don't have this in your tool belt, you know, you're just doing it wrong and you guys just can't live without it. Go ahead. Chris. I, I think number one for every auto glass guy in the, in the world is a hook tool. Yeah. I would say a hook tool. I, I would I would say um, the the unsung hero, and especially for guys like me who work on classics, is an O-wing removal tool. That tool is like it, – it just stays in my pocket. Uh, it helps me get chrome yeah. in. It helps, you know, little tiny stuff all over. So, yeah, the O-ring removal tool, that's, that's my unsung hero. That I know a lot of guys may not have. Hmm. Right. Huh. I know what you're talking about. It's, uh, it's like the hooks. No, right? no like it's the... like a duck, it looks like a duck bill. It looks like a shoehorn on, a, on, yeah. a, on a, okay. a, a shoehorn on a screwdriver handle. Yeah. Okay. So you could slip it underneath the moldings. Yeah. And, and that's actually, I, I got a down. trick with that tool to get the chrome into 819 that I can get it in really fast. So, yeah. Okay. That's impressive. Uh, no, that's so, good. That's good. What 
what what would you guys say right now is the biggest challenge that not maybe you and and everybody in the industry is facing right now for Autoglass? Um, you want to go first, Jeff, because you're still ordering a lot more supplies. Um, than well, your thing shortages are are real. Uh, uh, that's that's a real mm-hmm. thing. Um, yeah. and, and I, I think that the guys who have blinders and tunnel vision that they'll only use a certain brand no matter what product it is from that brand just because it's from that brand are are ignorant and you know that's just my personal opinion um but as a business owner and someone who has to actually go out and generate my money um the the fact of of list pricing being so out of whack and the insurance discounts mm. just getting so big. I mean, there's, there's Safeco is like 55% off now, you know, and if you're a network shop, you know, it, you, you're just stuck, you know, and if you're not a network mm. shop, they make it as difficult as they can for you. So it's like, they put you in a catch 22. You know, Chris and I, because Chris is now an employee, he has, you know, different different issues than mm-hmm. I have, you know. Um, supply issues hit everybody, yeah. you know. Um, but the, the, the margins are getting so – and honestly, because of the bad margins is why I got into residential and commercial glass because right. those margins are so much better. So that, that – something's got to give. Something's – gotta give because what i've seen in the last 10 years alone is ridiculous so you know who knows the future holds right right anything you add i'd say that yeah i'd I'd say the same thing you know and the material you know as far as the primer urethane and glass um the cars i deal with every day they're you know 20 21 and 22 cars and they have been around for a couple of years prior and it's still hard to get the glass for parts like that. Um, but then also as well as like, you know, going to an employee, you know, it's hard to find a shop who's willing to pay a decent amount or pay what you're worth because the rates and stuff on everything are so low, you know, and they're having to barely make anything on this job or, or, you know, you get a one or two jobs out of 10 that pay really well. Mm-hmm. And um, it just hurts the shops a lot. They, they can't afford to, to hire someone on. I mean, I'm sure they could, but it, right. it puts a big strain on a business hiring people on and the a- extra costs that go with yeah, it. I remember so, when the, the margins, yeah, I remember, the, come back I remember when the margins used to be so good that if, say, you broke a windshield and you couldn't get credit for it, you wouldn't be in a negative. You'd still make a little money and now if something goes wrong on some of these jobs you're oh yeah i mean i just i had to eat six hundred dollars on a job oh. just the day before i went to auto glass week it was amazing um so it, it sucks you know like yeah it, it's it sucks on some cars yeah it, it, that that's the one thing that i think affects the whole industry is just because of of the the constantly bringing our profits down, bringing what we're worth, what our labor is worth, 
they're just like boom, boom, boom. You know, the fur the further down it goes, as more much as they can, the more you know, the more for them, the better it is for them. So I think, and that go also goes back to the lack of respect of of the whole industry. The you know that they don't realize how important it is, and yeah, being at the yeah, bottom. So, there, but... you know, it sucks, but whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. No, yeah, get it. I get it. Another uh, off the wall question: um, If you, I don't know, whatever your drink of choice—coffee, beer, whatever, margarita, whatever it may be—who would you, dead or alive, who would you like to have a drink with? Ooh. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Got you guys thinking. Wow! Anyone? Wow. Anyone? Uh, Man, I want to have a I want to have a beer with Willie Nelson. They want to do more than just have a well, beer. Well, yeah, but you know, I don't know what with this. What, I don't know what radio show has, but yeah, I would love to sit and uh, and chat with old Willie. Man, the stories that that dude could tell would be amazing. I uh, know he has the stuff. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Um. I'll I'll be a little you know emotional now. My um, I I'd go with my grandpa. Okay. Oh, I'd go with my grandpa. I'd have a drink with my grandpa. Yeah. That that that's awesome. You yeah. um did did you ever meet your grandpa or you did he? Yeah, I did. I I knew him for a long time, and okay. uh, he did, he just passed when I was in my teens, and uh, just uh you know definitely wish I could get some of that knowledge now. Right. Right. Was he like you said? Your it was a family business. Was he in the business too, in Autoglass? Uh, no, he Mr. actually he built. Started. He was in automotive. He built rear ends for a long time. So he built a uh, a lot of cars and just okay. just cars in general. He was cars. just one of these guys. Yeah, yeah. He had a hot rod club. I mean, uh, he started a four wheel club. There, there was a lot of stuff. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um. We were talking about earlier. We were talking about you know the you know, safety on on uh, how people look at the safety on the auto glass and stuff. Uh, what, what's the worst car? What's the worst car that you have to work on? Like, what, <laughs> like man, this is gonna be a headache. <laughs> this is gonna be a headache. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say this one. It's it's a out of all the newer cars I do, it's um it's one car that it, it's a truck. They have not changed this, this design in forever. It just came up in our group. It's a Nissan Frontier. I mean, the, the front and the back both are ridiculous. Like, it, it's it's just ridiculous. It's one of those cars that, like, I don't know why you're still making it like this when you've, <laughs> you've literally watched everyone else change their design, and you're like, no, 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 hold on. We like making it hard for these guys. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny. You know what's funny you say about that, Chris, is like in Mexico, the frontier is totally different. And I actually thought they I know, bring that I know it out is. here. It's totally different. Uh, you know, out of, out of newer cars, I think it's absolutely ridiculous to work on them and to drive them, and they're ugly and they're uncomfortable and they're overpriced. Everything. The Nissan Armada slash eighty QX eighty. Those cars are garbage. It's a horrible windshield to install. Everybody knows that. And anybody yeah. who says, oh, it's easy, you're just trying to cap. That's all cap. There, there ain't no facts on that. All cap. Right. Yeah. And then and yeah. then I I drove one. I rented one uh, back in 2019. 
Brian Lundy, the infamous sheriff from Australia, came out to visit us and we rented it and we drove from Phoenix to LA and then from LA to Vegas and then from Vegas back to Phoenix in a QX80. And that is the most uncomfortable, horrible, absolutely <laughs> horrible car. Horrible car. Like I, I've, I've driven so many cars over my life on road trips and that car should just, that car should go away forever. Never come back. Ever. I mean, there's nothing positive. It's so horrible funny. gas. It's just horrible. God. You both, you guys said newer cars. I thought you would say something that, that was older. The both, both of you guys uh, said the newer stuff. Well, I mean, Nissan too. If you didn't well, notice, what you see, um, like I either work on brand new stuff or I work on stuff that's super old. Everything from the nineties, yeah, and the late eighties is horrible. And thank God I don't work on any of that crap. <laughs> and 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 just to. Yeah. To flex on my age and my years of experience, all you young guys who never worked on a 1994 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme and say this job is hard, <laughs> you guys can just go somewhere else because everything in the 90s was horrible. So remember the seatbelts that ran through the doors? Oh. You remember that stupid-ass shit? Oh, my God. Man, my 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 mom had that car. I had that Oldsmobile. You know, that was the... <laughs> That's where I didn't wear the seatbelts, and she had to stop me from, you know, going through the windshield. Man, everybody's had everybody's had one of those generational cars in their family. Sometime, I mean, we had the Cutlass Supreme, so I know. Yeah, those cars are horrible, horrible cars. So yeah, my grandma and grandpa were Buick people. They were Buick people. They had all of them growing up. That's, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So, so you know, both you guys have been in the industries, and it sounds like you uh, for for a long time, and it sounds like you guys had you know great people to mentor you, to teach you. What's the best advice that you've learned over the years? Um, the, learned a lot. The, of the, the best, the best thing that I ever learned from a legend. Mr. Mike Rose himself, he preaches, you have two eyes, two ears, and only one mouth. Use it accordingly. And I learned that if you just shut up and listen and watch, you learn a lot. You know, a lot, too many young guys mm-hmm. nowadays don't want to pay attention to old guys. And when I, when I was a yeah. youngster in the shop, I, yeah, the old heads, when I was – when I was the youngster in the shop, I was like Dennis the Menace. I was all up in everybody's business. I'm trying to see what's going on. I'm trying to learn, you know. Like E40 said, I hung around the old folks and took notes. You have to do that. And too many, too many, <laughs> hey, right. too many young guys don't. Got an old soul yeah, for a reason, you know. Young guys don't, don't, don't respect the old heads, you know. And, you know, the, yeah, there's some old guys who are shitty, but there's a lot of old guys who got some really real shit to say. And too many guys don't want to listen to that. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, you know, keep your eyes and ears open and shut your mouth and, and learn, you know? Yeah. Oh. Anything you um, Chris? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say one thing, I guess. There was one thing that – and I don't know if it was Mike Rose who actually said it to me or, or started saying it or whatnot, but I, I think I heard it from him. That's It was funny you brought it up. Um your work oh, is your yep. signature. Sign that's Mike. Legibly. That's all Mike. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah. 
that one's always stuck with me. Your work is your signature, so sign it legibly because it will follow you everywhere you go Facts. your whole life. Facts. Yeah, no, that's that's good stuff. That's good stuff. You know, we're, we're I'm a, I'm a, I know you guys are busy. I'm winding it down. This is my last question for you. So, coming off the advice that you got, what would you give? To somebody else coming up, somebody else trying to get into the auto glass industry, you know, and 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 I know, you know, a lot of these younger guys are probably, you know, like, hey, this is not a sexy industry, you know, and we all three of us were down in auto glass week and we seen every, you know, old, like you said, old heads, we seen younger guys, you know, doing their thing, you know, but it's not something people are, are, you know, jumping into the industry saying, hey, I need to go to school for this, this is what I want to do, but but yeah. um, what what would you give the you know somebody that's thinking about it? What would you kind of advice would you give these guys or girls? I mean, I I always tell when I got a trainee, you know, no question is a stupid question. You know, it may sound mundane. You may have asked the same question four times, but don't don't ever feel but you can't ask questions, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of think like the group has kind of helped a lot of people with that too, because you can blindly ask a question without yeah. actually having to speak to somebody. And if you get ridiculed, you can delete the post. So, I mean, but yeah, always ask your questions. <laughs> it, it, it never hurts. You know, I, I got a mentor who's teaching me, who's younger than me. It's even funnier about that. He's my mentor in residential and commercial. He's younger than me. And, he says, oh, my phone's always on. I go, be careful what you say. Because I, I hit his ass with questions all the time. And he's always answering. He's always answering. So, you know, I appreciate that from him. So, you know, and I have guys hit me up all the time, ask me, you know, questions that are very easy to answer. But sometimes your brain just ain't working in the right way to answer the question. So ask questions. Be curious, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. 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 Very good way to put it. Um, someone coming into the industry, um, I would say just uh, just just put in put your time in for for three to five years. If you if your if your goal is to open your business or something, then put put your time in and and learn as much as you can. Um, someone just wanting to just learn dive right in. I mean, it's no different than doing your first oil change. I mean, doing, doing anything else, you got to start somewhere. So jump in, ask, like he said, ask questions. I I think that's really the best is, is no question is ever a stupid question because, you know, I'll call, I'll still call my dad or him and Hey, what, what was that? And it was just something small even. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I call ask people all the time, man. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be scared to put your nose in there. Like, if you really want to oh, learn it, that's 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 the key. If you really yeah. want to learn it, you're going to try to you're going to, you're going to either you going to figure it out. But it's so much easier just to ask somebody. <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't cost nothing. Hey, just ask somebody. Hey, can you help me? Somebody like you said, somebody might be a jerk and like, nah, nah, you know, I'm not going to help you with that. But just go ask somebody else. But but I I totally agree. You know, asking, being curious. Is, yeah. is the is the king of all knowledge, you know. Is, oh yeah. You're gonna you're going to learn a lot more being curious, you know, yeah, rather cool. than like no, there, you know because a... go ahead, go ahead. 
No, so I was just going to a lot of younger younger guys, you know, they might be scared to ask a question and then they don't end up doing anything, you know, but right. if you just ask, figure it out, you know, figure it, you, anything can be figured out, right? So, but if you can ask the, you know, feel safe enough to ask the question and, and you can figure it out faster. <laughs> so without yeah. the same mistake that that person has already probably made, that person has already probably made that same mistake that you're about to do. So just ask somebody, so... No, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there, there's a stigma in, in automotive in general of like, you know, um, all the older guys are, you know, I mean, not even older guys, even people who've been in the industry as long as I have, um, there's, there's a stigma that we all don't want to help. And it's like, you know, oh, you're going to have to figure it out on your own. We had to figure Mm -hmm. it out on our own. It was so hard. and. You know, I mean, it, it's it's got to change somewhere. So that that's where our group oh, came in. Definitely. And, um, you know, yeah, I, I think. You know, I, I had, when healthy. I was coming up, I had guys who were older than me would tell me to do stuff wrong on purpose just to see me fail or yeah. see me get in trouble. And right. I, I I had a really, really bad, bad situation one time with a job at Safe Light when I was a kid. And I just, something clicked in my head. And I said, you know, one day I'm going to be the old guy. And I'm never going to do these youngsters the way I got done ever i'll never do that and yeah. i'm a man of my word i i help everybody you know i helped i, I answer every question you know, I, I i help to the point where you know i'm losing out on money or time but you know whatever you know i, I can't i can't go and preach all this let's make everything better let's do everything better and then not do it myself i can't be a hypocrite yeah so yeah. You, know, you gotta you know walk the walk, you know, talk no, talk gotta walk the walk. So, you know, it is what it is. No, that that that's 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 good. That's good. I mean, because you know, we've all had it, you know, even you know, in my in my industry marketing and sales, you know, you got these guys that's like don't want to see you succeed. And yeah. I I've been I've been there plenty of times, like just trying to answer questions and you're like, nah, or you know, you gotta pay me for it or something. Yeah. You know, and it gets crazy. And and that same experience, Jeff, that you just said is the same same reason why I was like, you know what? If it if it's a question that can be answered that you know it's not going to, you know, give you any harm or anything go ahead and answer it you know be a mentor to somebody else you know of course they can somebody can take advantage of you i'm not saying being you taking advantage of like oh, right, i'm right. calling you every day like hey, let's spend hours on the phone like, yeah, you know, yeah yeah like yeah. we're like the, you're in high school girlfriend <laughs> right you know but, but 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 you know just little things hey I, I can't figure this part out you know can you no of course you know yeah. of course yeah. but that same know, experience is the same reason why there, there's a lot of older guys who don't help young guys because they go, oh, if I train him, then he's going to take my job. Well, if you train him and he takes your job, that means you're shitty at your job. That is, that's all it means. So, right. so <laughs> if, if you're not willing to help somebody, that just shows your lack of confidence in what you got going on. That's my personal opinion. Right. Yeah, yeah you got to go back to – it's time for you to go back to work. No, so, hey, guys, I want you guys to give everybody uh, – let everybody where you are, let everybody what you're doing – where can we find you online? Where can we find you? You know, websites, phone numbers, everything, you know, so the shout out, you know, Chris, go ahead and go first, you know, shout out where, where we can find you, how we can get in touch with you. Okay. Um, I'm on uh, Facebook drift. Chris, you can find me in Autoglass tech talk, our Facebook group. Autoglass is one word. Um, 
I'm on there all the time. Uh, Instagram, I'm under Texas Glass. All my information's on there. It's all online. Uh, phone numbers, emails, all of it is there. So reach out anytime. Um, I actually, I have a YouTube, uh, Texas Glass as well. And you can reach out to me through there as well. Thanks. Uh, I, I, I'm on Facebook, Jeffrey P. Wacker. Um, I'm in the group, like, with Chris. Um you find me on Instagram. Uh, my business is just CBA Glass on Instagram. And then uh, if you get to that, you can poke around. You can find my personal one. Personal one's a little more entertaining than, than the business one, of course. Um, and uh, get into groups. You'll find my number. You can call me there. So you got to – I, I got to give – I can't give Easter and, eggs, man. And give I out can't. the group again. Give out the group again. It's Auto Glass, okay. one word, Tech Talk. Autoglass Tech Talk Facebook. Yeah. Yes. Find us. Yeah. It's there. Yep. Yep. So. Go ahead. You just going to say something? Well, I was just saying that um, my, my phone number is all over the group and things like that. So I, I got to make people yeah. work for it a little bit if you want to talk to me. So go find my number. <laughs> you got to make a little yeah, effort. Yeah, you got to do a little effort. Yeah, yeah, little effort. We're not putting no banners yeah. up with all our info, man. You got to do a little reconnaissance a little bit. You get you get that ten o'clock, eleven o'clock phone call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can actually, Chris, show it, Chris. You can actually just search that hashtag on Facebook and you'll find a group. Hashtag AGTT. Oh yeah, you'll find you'll find yeah, everything. Search that hashtag, you'll find it. Hashtag AGTT. That's right. Perfect. I'm sure it's got Perfect. the other one. Yeah, I'm sure it's got the name on it spelled out, but there you go. A little self-promoting. Perfect, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys jumping on with me, having some fun with me, man. Um, if you are, you know, leave us leave us a comment. Tell you tell us how you like this. Subscribe, follow. We're on YouTube. We're on every podcast wherever you find your podcast. If you want to get in touch with us at the Autoglass Marketer, we're at theautoglassmarketer.com. Um, and uh, that's how you can get in touch with all of us. Hey, you guys have a great day and we will talk to you soon. Thank Thanks, you. Man.